the Coaches Collaboration Podcast. Hey, this is Josh Pearson. Performance Specialist with the Complete Athlete. This is Cole Warren. Certified USAPL Club Coach and owner of Salutum Health and Performance. Each week, Cole and Josh will take you through training techniques and tips, talk to athletes and fitness professionals to educate and motivate you for your fitness goals. Plus, you'll follow the journeys of Team Salutum Powerlifting and Get Complete Athletes. The Coaches Collaboration Podcast is brought to you by The Complete Athlete, providing world-class continuing education for fitness trainers, coaches, and gyms. Specializing in Olympic weightlifting, powerlifting, strongman, barbell and hip classes, personal programming, specialty clinics, competitions, strength and conditioning. Get complete. Isn't it time to take your coaching to the next level? Using continuing education with research and evidence-based info and offering specialty services from a team of certified coaches online and on-site. It's time to get complete. The Complete Athlete, online at getcomplete.net. And now, the Coaches Collaboration Podcast. They say it's lonely at the top in whatever you do. You always got to watch motherfuckers around you. Nobody's invincible. No plan is foolproof. We all must this be totally a Josh tree. song. The same shiesty cats that you hang with and do your thing with cause set you up. Dude, this is a good, up. like, work song. Like, I could bump this song, like, doing programming and stuff. Fuck yeah. Yesterday, I was programming when I heard this song. I really haven't heard this in so long. Yeah. Fuck yeah. When I'm programming, I listen to, uh, it's a YouTube channel. It's, like, just this live. It's called lo-fi hip-hop And it's just really It's just instrumentals I wonder if that's the one I've listened to But yeah, it's just it. instrumentals Instrumentals in the background Just yeah. like flow just, just kind of like this Yeah Yeah Just good like background noise To kind of just keep you in the zone a little bit And if you're nodding your head the whole time It's like, yeah, yeah. Sure. You're just feeling yeah. it Absolutely And it just flows Yeah, for sure It's exactly how I program for yep. everybody <clears throat> That's right. I finally picked a good one, huh? Good yeah. enough? I guess I'm happy with this, right? I don't know. It's nothing too I mean, exciting, you know? It's not a sick. It's not a hype song, but it's a it's a good vibe yeah, song. Yeah, there you go. Gets us in the zone. Gangstar, huh? Old school. Mid I haven't maybe? heard that, dude. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Oh, I can't even like think of any other songs. Right? Nor yes. can I. Nor can I. This is the only one I can think of. I think I first heard this song. It was on like a video game. Really? I, 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 it's not Tony Hawk, dude. But it was something like that, dude. Kelly and I were totally like. Like reminiscing on Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1, the oh, fucking wow. dude. Underground the, Pro Skater 1 or just like the original? Just Tony Hawk yeah, Pro yeah. Skater. Okay. I had it for PlayStation 1 and I was listening to the fucking playlist of that. Oh, dude. Oh, it brought back so dude. many memories. Mm. Yeah, this was from 98, so I wonder what game this would have been. This would have been a GameCube game for sure. GameCube. GameCube. Never, never dabbled in the GameCube. I've been a PlayStation boy my whole life. Your whole life? life? Yeah. Mm. No, I grew My up older brother always played. He was a big Madden kid. Oh, yeah. I started with Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I played a little Crash Bandicoot. Mm. Yep. I was... God, what was I? NFL Blitz. Okay. I played those. Like was NHL that on GameCube? Hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those NHL all... Hits where it's, you just blow each other up. Yeah. I love that violent shit. Yeah. What is this? Oh, it's Ice Cube. Yeah, dude. I played see, Madden. What else? Oh, yeah. Oh, what this, is for, this is for Neil. This is awesome. This is my pick today. Can we just yeah. put like some instrumental in the background the whole time? 
This one has that total just like This yep. is a cruising song. Yeah. Yeah. So get up, get a move on and get your one on hand. It's stuck. Dirt roads. No cops around. I love that shit. I mean, I wasn't picturing dirt road. I was Dude. picturing more like laid back in a caddy, no, rolling no. down fucking. That's how we like used to do it. It's on a dirt street. road. There was no cops around, so yeah. you go really slow. Just get high as fuck. Usually the driver's driving with his knees because he's rolling at the same time, <laughs> going five miles That's per hour. Right. <laughs> Right down the center of the oh road, my God, just fucking dude. swerving. Yep. Sometimes I would drive from yep. the passenger side. <laughs> hey, bro, help me out. Give me a hand. Here. Oh, that's about right. Mm. All right. Let's see. It's all just like super punky shit. Oh yeah. Like I'm not in the mood for that stuff right now, but yeah. Dude, Pro Skater was the shit. It was so sweet. It was, wasn't it? Just a lot of punk. Oh, I used to play this game. What was it called? Oh. The game was called Death Jam Vendetta. It was basically, oh, yeah. it was basically just Dude, it rap had all the rappers, <laughs> and they just beat the shit out of each other. It was like a street fighting game. Dude, oh, I love that. I That's where I got this, a lot of hip hop from. I played this game. It was like a Fifty Cent G Unit game. Die another day or whatever. Or get rich or die get trying. Get rich or die trying. Fuck yeah, dude. Jesus. Had Lloyd Banks yeah. and all those guys. In it. Lloyd Banks. What else? Oh, I mean. Grand Theft Auto. Grand there was Theft a lot Auto. of rap music to I that. played, uh, this might be a little young for you, but I played Midnight Club Dub Edition on PS2. Midnight Club. No, that no, had no. a sick ass fucking track. Track, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, yeah. No one. Yeah, then whenever I hear songs now that were on that, on that game, I have flashbacks. The first time I heard Godsmack's Awake. Yeah. I was, it was some bike game. Doing like backflips and shit with bikes, and you just BMX. play that song. Yeah, it was some pro. Dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm awake, I'm awake. Yeah. Oh, not even. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's a, a different little harder. One. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Here, put no. on Godsmack Awake. I just want you to know that you guys are talking about what you listened to um, when you were playing video games, and this is what I listened to. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all are Dude, like, yeah, like songs. Ice Cube is on there. Did they have video games back then? Um, hello. Yeah, Pong. My bitch. first video Pong. game was a. <laughs> Shut up! I had an Atari. That was one of my first things I ever got. It was six. I got an Atari, and I played Asteroids all the time. I didn't know they had that in the fifties. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in all your right, face. Throw on Godsmack, awake, please. I can't hold on. Do 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 do. 
Oh, yeah. What do you want, Godsmack Awake? Awake. That's not the best one to pick. Right no, I know, now. but I'm just saying this is the first yeah, time I ever heard like this. It's gonna song. be hard, dude. Not, not too bad. Not too bad. Just keep the volume down a little. Um, here's the deal. I won't play that because I'm gonna play this instead. Oh, you gotta play it. Come on, because we were just this talking is, about a bit. This God is the American it. Family Insurance ad. Um, uh, I've got to pay for a premium YouTube, you guys. I'm yeah. so cheap. Um, <coughs> instead of playing, uh, we're actually gonna play this one instead because I think it fits the mood right now a little bit better. Mm. Just saying. Oh yeah, dude. Voodoo? Are you shitting me? Right? I've been... I've screamed every single thing of this. Word of this. Okay. You hear that? I'm freaking out, Alex. You got two things going on. We know what Awake know, sounds like. We chose not to wrong, listen though. to it. I know I was. I was questioning it, man. We chose not to listen to it yeah, because it's going to kill the vibe. The first it's like the person who comes in in the middle of the sesh and decides to play Barbie Girl or the Macarena. Like, you just don't do it. The lead singer of Godsmack looks like that one guy who would never get a date in high school. Is that what happened? He died? No, what? What? You said the late singer of Godsmack. No, lead. Lead. I thought you said lead. Sorry. Take the dick out of your ear. I've been sick, bitch. Me too, dude. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. This is a great song. So fucking good. It's like one of those get yourself mentally ready songs. Cause it's kind of got that like drive yeah. to it. Oh, dude! This but is like it's a warm-up, but it leads up too. Yeah. There's a hard part at the end. Yeah. This is a great. This is a great warm-up song. And it doesn't it's hit you in the face. Like it lets you like start from like. Yes. You just you chill and you start to build up that excitement. Yeah, I love it. You know, I jack this is a current. The sound of that hitting the counter, I thought you fell out of your chair. <laughs> I think I'm right. more of a thud. Let's do this thing before I get lulled to sleep. Mm, yep. Nap time. So speaking of being sick. Yeah. Or do we want to start this another way? Well, what? This is episode what? 45? This is episode 45 of the Coach's Collaboration Podcast. Jesus. 45. Boom. 45. It's been over a year, man. Yeah. It's been over a year. I had a memory pop up. On my, oh, on Facebook, yeah, oh, and we so we've been recording in the studio for over a year. Is that it was right? The first time that we recorded in the studio was just like just over a year ago. Mm. Yeah, the moment we put those couches in my in my apartment, <laughs> my my wife wanted to throw them away. Yeah, so for the listeners, 
Josh went and got these like RV mm-hmm. recliners, so they're really like skinny. Yep. And small. Nice leather. Nice. I mean, they're nice. They're nice they couches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he got them for us to sit in mm-hmm. as we recorded in his in his apartment mm-hmm. with and that little plug-in mic that we used yep, to have. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and they're still there. They're still in the apartment. Just one. Oh, you got, she rid, got of rid of one. Now there's a Christmas tree. Oh, mm-hmm. where'd you put the other one? I have no idea what you did with that. <laughs> it's probably in the garage. I don't know. Maybe it's in the dumpster. Hey. She hated those things she so hated badly. Them. Mm-hmm. And they were always in the way, she said, which they weren't. And, they, I mean, they were just in the corner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it just brings back memories, Cole. Yeah, dude. But yeah. It's been quite it, the journey. It's been a, a week of sickness, huh? Yeah. In sickness and in health, I said I would do this with you. Yeah. That's did right. We, we're basically married. Did we have the vows before we did this? I, I remember standing in front of a bunch of people giving vows. Yeah. Was and I, you were there. I was there. You were so there. Basically, I remember like fireworks going off yeah, afterwards. So, yeah. yeah. And a big smile from you. So <laughs> I have a feeling I was That's usually how to, things end with me, you know, big fireworks and a fi- smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> a little goober. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's been a while since I've seen you, man. Doesn't it feel like a while? I mean, it's only been two weeks, but we had Jim here last week, so mm-hmm. that was kind of a different, a different session. Yeah, but and we've been stuck inside because it's been so shitty outside. Yeah, time ticks by. Slow. But no, I was fucking sick. I had to call in. Well, dude, the whole holiday weekend really f- messed me up. Mm. Don't yeah. want to say fuck or what? Jesus. Well, really f- <laughs> messed me up. But, I was not. Let's just say there was a lot of alcohol consumed. You weren't behaved. All right, got, yeah. it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. And then I got sick, mm. which, I mean, there's probably a direct correlation. Between well, especially if there was late nights involved with that. Yeah. And, of course, there was. Lack of sleep, <clears throat> alcohol. Not enough food. Yeah. Nothing equals, healthy in your life. Equals sickness. Mm. So, dude, I had to call into work Monday and Tuesday. I was like, it was a weird, I had a headache. Um and like really bad body aches. There was one mm. night I couldn't even sleep because like my low back was just like aching really? so bad. Mm. Yeah, it was that, it was weird. That's a interesting. It one. was like because usually people get it in like their necks or yeah. their shoulders. I usually get it yeah in my upper back, <coughs> but it mm. was like one of those things that I feel felt like such a pussy mm. not going into work because it was like when I'm not doing anything I felt like okay, mm-hmm. but like the second I would get up like I would. To like, take a pee or something. Yeah, yeah. dude. Just fucking dying. Sweating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taking but a I didn't shower really have like a, I didn't really have like a fever or anything, mm-hmm. but it was just like, it was just not just a good time. Just some shit, huh? Yeah. So yeah. going back a little bit, I heard a rumor, and I don't know if this is true. I believe I heard it on the radio. Chipotle has nurses on staff now. So if you call in and you say that you're sick, they send a nurse to your house to make sure that you are in fact sick and that it's not just a hangover. Because you were talking about alcohol. Damn. Yeah, but if they can prove that you are, in fact, sick, not from a hangover, they'll pay you for the entire day and encourage you to stay home. Damn, why does Chipotle have better benefits than I have? I don't know, dude, but I remember looking at Courtney and I was like, God damn, that's pretty sweet. Well, that's like a lot of money to like. Yeah, but they, they send a nurse out to your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they don't want you to just be hung over and not coming into work because I'm sure that's been a problem. Well, it's a problem with every job. Right, right, true. <laughs> but with Chipotle, they've had. Uh, like, I can't remember if it was food poisoning or they've had some issue where they had to close a few of their locations. And right. if it's because people were sick, stay home, we'll pay you. Oh, you know what I'm okay. saying? So it's smart from a food health 
right. standard. Right, trying but, to kind of combat that. Yeah, but. but when you said you were sick and I was like, oh, if he called in because he was hungover, Chipotle wouldn't allow right, that. Right, right. No, and that's what it felt like, though, that yeah. Monday. I mm-hmm. felt, But I was like, I didn't drink on Sunday. I don't. I shouldn't feel hungover. Well, you're such a big guy. Maybe it just absorbed for a day. And, and it's just like a slow trickle mm-hmm. release just a of slow the hangover. Death. Yeah. What would have you been like on Sunday here? Oh, man. Not good. Dude. Not good. Not well, good. that's good. That's why when you said, yeah, let's not. The roads are bad. Let's not. Oh, man, the roads. like, yeah, that's fine. When we went grocery <laughs> shopping in the morning. The roads were so slushy everywhere. It was not worth you driving the almost hour to get here. Right. Definitely not. Anyway, so you were sick for two days? Sick for two days. Training has been absolute garbage. Is it? Are you? I just, do you still have some remnants of being sick? or? Um, A little bit. I mean, so I took time off after nationals, right? Mm-hmm. And then I started lifting. Like, I had a whole block, but like... I wasn't, I didn't train like consistent enough where like I could find my groove again. Mm-hmm. And then I got sick. And so now I'm just it's all those like, pull ups you did. Yeah. How jacked did I look though? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you were doing some pull ups. <laughs> oh, shit. No, but uh, so I actually had a pretty good session yesterday. So I'm feeling decent. I just like need to find like the rhythm and just like, the, just get back in my groove again right. of like just well, it's, work. It's not like, nice that the holidays are here. Fucks you up, you know? you know. Yeah, yeah. Because so. you're thinking gifts. You're thinking, okay, I got to get you know wherever Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, whatever. Right. Which I'm still looking for a gym to take me in on Christmas Day. <laughs> and my wife said it's okay. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, dude. Mm-hmm. And you like? Why are you such a fucking? You text me about that like three weeks ago. Because I like to like, plan. Hey, dude. You know any gyms that are gonna let me live? I like Christmas to plan. Day? Oh yeah, because. So it's like, dude, that's a month and a half from right, now. Fucking relax. It's like week two of three weeks of building up to a maximum. And the maximum is on Christmas Day? No, no, no. It's the next week. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's the next Saturday, which again, Wednesday isn't that big of a deal. But in weightlifting, I do like a heavy single on a Monday, heavy single on a Wednesday, so Christmas Day, and then max out single on a Saturday. Right. So I'm missing that heavy single in there, which isn't going to make two shits of a difference. Right. But it just I, I just want to do it, man. Jesus. Do it. Weights have been flying around, so. Yeah, except for, have they, have you, because you were sick too. <clears throat> yep, yep. So. Did that fuck you up? Well, it wasn't like a, like a nervous system sick, I would say, where I didn't feel run down. Yeah. It was just congestion. So I was telling you this a little bit. I had congestion in like my lower and inner ear and then in my Where you're like lymph nodes? Yeah, but like so deep, so not right. really high right, like right, right. when I had mono lymph node, but yeah. really deep, just above my collarbone, there was some gunk. Um, it made it, my neck was swollen enough that on Thursday I was supposed to do jerks out of the rack. I mm-hmm. just couldn't. I, I, I would rack just the bar and start coughing and choking. Oh, really? And yeah, so I ended up having to modify my workout quite a bit last week just so I wouldn't drain myself too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I couldn't even rack the bar, I ended up putting it on my shoulders, on my back, and yeah. doing jerks off the back, which okay. is close enough, I right, guess. Right, right. Something. Yeah. It's heavy, so. Better than doing nothing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this, so I was telling you this a little bit. When I'm sick, I make certain certain calls about my training. Yeah. Where it's like, number one, don't get more sick from your training. Right. Right? That's huge. That's huge. Because a lot because, of people, you uh, might feel oh, good one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, but also, like, 
feel yeah like you said feel you'll feel good like that day mm-hmm. and then like oh you know i feel like i can train today right when maybe you should just yeah. either just go in and like just literally move around a little bit mm-hmm. maybe hop on the bike mm-hmm. something get the blood pumping but like introducing that much fatigue to your body right. when it's already fighting off your illness right yeah exactly probably isn't the best idea so thankfully i'm in a more of a strength phase instead of a hypertrophy phase mm-hmm. of volume so volume's a little less um now i do three weeks up one week down three weeks up type program and this was week three so mm-hmm. everything was supposed to be as heavy as it was gonna be right and i still came into the gym thinking hey if everything's feeling good you know at least do as good if not a little bit better than you did last week yeah. that way you're still progressing a little bit um, and some days that was great. I, I progressed, you know, one kilo for a set of six or right, something right. just so there was something there. Yep. Um, but I still did some pretty good things too. Um, I cut my accessory lifts down a little bit Right. where it's like, ah, it's just not worth it to do even more fatiguing. Right, right. Um, I still worked my problem areas and things like that, but I made enough adjustments this week where yesterday I still set all-time PRs for me really which is kind of cool where granted it's not like a one rep max PR but it was like two cleans one jerk yeah yeah. right where it wasn't the number I wanted it to be because I go coming into this week before I got sick I had numbers like here's where I'd like to be this range right I was on the way low end of that range but I was still within that range Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool um talking to some of my coworkers, you'll know that on this third week, I might be doing 15 pounds more than the week before. Yeah. Or, And when we're talking on a snatch, that's a, that's a lot, lot of weight, mm-hmm. a lot. <clears throat> which I only maybe added five pounds to that or something like that. But um, yeah, it's, it's when I'm sick, I, I try to do my best to make decisions on, okay, form has to be solid. Because if I'm starting to break down on form, obviously the weight's just not there. And right. when whenever I start breaking down, I'm done for the day. Yeah, what, you got to make, number that is. you got to, Go into the gym with your expectations already Low. changed. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Because you have to just, that's literally the biggest thing is understanding your circumstances. And this is one thing that like I was going to post about the other day, but I ended up not. It's just because, again, I have been neglecting sleep, neglecting <coughs> diet, <coughs> neglecting hydration. Right. And I've been sick on top of it. Mm-hmm. So why would I go in? thinking that I'm going to have a day that I would normally have having done all those things right. Right. Like that's just not logical. Exactly. Yeah. So instead of like, like you have to be mindful and be like, okay, so to prevent me feeling shitty about how this workout went, I have to realize my circumstances mm-hmm. and just understand, Hey, you haven't been doing your shit right. right. So you're going to pay the price today, but you're still here. You still have shit to do. Mm-hmm. Just realize that you have to change your expectations so that you one do the right work mm-hmm. and don't hurt yourself and actually leave feeling decent about yourself. Because if right. I go in just like expecting that nothing is going to change. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm then nothing. Then I just have a shitty day because I wanted to hit a single at 585, but I'm totally not capable of that because right. I haven't been doing the right shit. Mm-hmm. I ended up only hitting 535 and it moved like shit where I should have just maybe like, hey, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to go super light. Right. And do pause squats. And do pa- right. Exactly. Yeah. And that way you can still feel like you accomplished mm-hmm. something and you're not leaving the gym in a shitty attitude. Yeah. Because 
that's one thing for me lately is just like trying to, because the gym's just been like kind of a grind lately. Mm -hmm. And it's just like doing what I can and getting my head set to the, to the appropriate way that I'm not going to feel like a piece of garbage right. about Cause I, dude, I just squatted 650 pounds a couple months ago. Right. Exactly. And now my singles are like low fives. Right. Right. So like, it's hard it's, to be motivated. It's hard. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. But yeah, you know, you just have to like get yourself in the right mindset, mm -hmm. realize the circumstances that you're under and just still do the work now because I could fucking push myself and overshoot all my RPs and fucking feel like shit. And then it's just going to steamroll into having a bad, a whole bad block. Right. Whereas if I just start where I know I can accomplish what I'm in to accomplish, hit my RPs, whatever the number on the bar is, if it's fucking 200 pounds, right. whatever. Yeah. But that way I can at least start because there's a fucking process of getting back into the groove, mm -hmm. right? You're not going to be as strong as you were. Yeah, there's a certain were. amount of reps you have to do to get there. Yeah. yeah. So, and like your tech, my technique has felt funky. My bench is weird. I'm pulling conventional, which I'm not used to. I fucking forgot how to squat. I have knee tendonitis, like all this shit going on. So it's like, okay. And then I haven't been doing sleep, eating, or hydration. Right. It's just like, you're not going to have good sessions. Right. It's very you're true. Not, you're not like, this is not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Now, have you tracked any of these numbers? Have you written any of them down? Yeah. Okay. So the reason I ask that is every time I get sick, I have a special notebook where I track what I did. Mm. That way I can go back to the of last. Of course you have a fucking special sick notebook. Yes, I do. Jesus Christ. So when I go back, I can look back like, hey, last time I was sick, it was February of last year, yeah. which is when I was sick. <laughs> and Christ. I'll look at like, shit, I was doing sets of six squats at only this much weight. Here I am. 10 months later doing 50 more pounds on top of that. Yeah. So you're, you're sick. even tracking the progression of your, of my days. And that's what I was saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that way it just makes me feel more accomplished. When yeah. I, I'm like, Hey, I'm still beyond where I was last time I was sick. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So then you don't feel like a complete pile of shit. Exactly. You're and like, it hey, helps I did me actually do better than I was. Or, last or time. I'll look and it'll say, Hey, I was working on this aspect in my snatch. Right. And I'll be like, fuck, I don't even think about that aspect. Anymore. Right. And right. So that just, helps me yeah I guess. i've just been trying to find cheat codes in order to especially because where i'm at now because i'm i'm not peaked you right. know and it's dude it's fucking hard they call it the post meat blues whatever but it's like hard especially for someone like me who i peak so well on one specific day like mm -hmm. one day that's the strongest i am the entire year mm -hmm. i don't have training sessions that are stronger than that right i don't have gym PRs that are better than my meat PRs. Mm -hmm. Like that day is the fucking pinnacle of my year of training, right. which sets you up for a great feeling or a terrible feeling. Right. It's, a bad day. I'm on a super, but mm -hmm. for me, I've only experienced good super highs. I'm a super high. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I take two weeks off. I'm not great on my training diet and all that shit. And then I get sick. And then now I'm like, limping back into the gym right and i still kind of have that feeling like the last time i really lifted was like my peak phase and right. then my meat you hit an all-time total PR right and, and then now i'm just like down here just like a fucking peasant you know mm -hmm. what i mean so it's 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 psychologically challenging right and it's hard to get hyped for the gym when i know mm -hmm. i'm going to be squatting less than 
a hundred pounds more, you know what I mean? Right, than right, I can, right. than I was capable of a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So it's been, I've been trying to find these, these routes of thinking mindset and mentality that will allow me to still be excited to go to the gym that will allow me to focus on what I need to focus on to get me back to mm-hmm. where I was. And it's really, it's really, really dumb to think that you can be as strong as you ever were every single day. Right. Especially when we're talking, you had such a taper and right. I worked for, you know what I mean? Like everything went right that day. You put so many weeks into that, even though it wasn't as planned. Exactly. Yeah. And again, just the fact that you had tapered and worked on your technique. Right. Right. um, So what I've noticed in you though, is, I mean, there's, you like competition. Oh, you've done, fuck, dude. You've done that's what, sprints that's what pulls with people, pull up competitions. Is there something that you can do that's not going to be detrimental to your lifting that you can still compete in some way? Well, like who can do the biggest box jump? Right. Who can right. who can bench their body weight more times? Like we did yeah. in the years past where yeah. we had you know the stay fit games. Mm-hmm. You know, is there something like that? Well, what that I've been like, well, so uh, a side effect to me not eating as much as I should is that I'm leaner. Mm. So I have been enjoying doing some bodybuilding movements, right? Like I was just doing lateral raises yesterday at Los because the lighting was ridiculous. Mm. I was just doing sets and sets and sets of those because I just like to look at myself. My shoulders look so fucking big. (laughs) Look at these veins when I lift my arms up. Dude, it was nuts, bro. It was sick. Get a little boner too going, huh? Yeah, Pumping all three things. No, but I mean, it's just kind of like shit like that where you just kind of find stuff that you can't focus on when you're in like uber meat prep mode yeah to focus on and that's that's kind of what i've been doing to make the gym fun still well so are there things that like i mean i i hate seeing people do these but hip thrusts yeah you know where you're on a bench or are there some things you can do pump chase and stuff yeah exactly where it will still benefit you and you still get some volume in yeah there was i mean i was thinking about this yesterday too and like when i was really like very novice training. Um, I was very good at like tracking the weights that I use for my accessory movements Mm -hmm. and like being conscious of like, Hey, I did one Oh fives on incline last week. This week I feel like I can do one tens and Mm -hmm. then I do one tens. Like I don't even do that anymore. Like Mm -hmm. I just do like, I don't take it as seriously as I should. Mm -hmm. So I just go over and I'm like, well, I'll start here and then whatever, you know, and then I, it's hard for me to progress because I haven't been super consistent on them. Right. So it's just like, okay, well, now since my squat, bench, and deadlift aren't really as fun because the weight's just really light. Right, right. Maybe right, right. I can focus on progressing this other stuff mm-hmm. too. So You know, I, I would like to see that in you. Yeah. Where And I have, listen, people, I have been doing my accessories. Yes. You can ask Ben and Neil. They are my fucking witness. When I make it into the gym, mm-hmm. which hasn't been a lot lately, I do do my accessories. But even on your lateral raises and your bicep curls, it'd be kind of cool to know I did 42 sets of right. eight right. with Dude, I did like six pound dumbbells. Of, I did like 200 reps of lateral yeah, raises. Yeah, I'm sure you did. So fine. 20 <laughs> sets of 10 Ugh. with five pound dumbbells just to see the lighting. Yeah, bro. So next time. No, I was using, they had these, the center mass bells. You ever oh seen yeah, them? yeah. 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 I yeah. was using those. So mm. I looked like a fucking like superhero or something with these big fucking. With, oh my gosh. I have to show you on my this fist. picture my father sent me. My, you know what? 
this is probably what they looked like. So what I'm doing is I'm pulling up a picture my dad sent me, and my dad found a kettlebell upstairs at his shop. Mm-hmm. Oh, my fucking God. And he's like, I don't know if Cole can ever lift this, but it looks like it might be too heavy. Oh, my God, it's dude. Just that looks this, like a nutsack. It does. <laughs> it kind of does look like a little nutsack. Um, it is the smallest fucking kettlebell. What is that, I've like a two-ounce kettlebell? It's probably like, yeah, something like that. It's like a decoration. Maybe a half I feel a like pound. that's I, like a I bet it is some type of a decoration. Um, that's hilarious. It is, and he literally sent, I don't know if Cole can lift this, but this might be what he needs to add. <laughs> a light kettlebell workout today, haha, or a Cole-sized kettlebell. <laughs> Take it to the gym. Oh, Have some fun with it is what God, he said. It's hilarious. Your dad's talking shit. Yeah, he is. Oh, I love it. <laughs> So shout out to my dad, but that's probably what you were lifting. I'll put that on my Instagram, you know, get complete. You got to check that out. Yeah, but no, I mean, it's, but you got to track that. I think, I think that can motivate you some. Yes. You know, bicep curls, tricep shit. The, your life does not revolve around squat bench and deadlift. Uh, maybe yours doesn't. Well, I mean it like it does, but also if you put too much into that, like I was having a conversation with a guy who just did a meet yesterday and he didn't do as well as he wanted to. And he was just like, you know, I'm going to hopefully qualify for nationals. But if I don't, then I'm like done powerlifting. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, dude, like one, you just had a bad meet. So just like give it a couple of days, mm-hmm. reassess. We'll put a, put a plan together. And Is this one of start, your new nine? He's going to start with me at the oh, end of the month. Wow. So, so that'll be 10 new athletes. Just yeah. recently. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, we'll touch back on that in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we can. But uh yeah, so and it just kind of bummed me out because like you can't be so results oriented. Like you have to like the process mm-hmm. too. And you have to f- and it's tough to like the process. Like where I'm at right now, like fucking it sucks, dude. But mm-hmm. you have to find ways to keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of the stuff that I program for people, like I, I enjoy their feedback because if they really like a movement and even if that movement isn't the most beneficial mm-hmm. movement for them, yeah, like but a they bicep really curl. like it. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking do it. Right. Yeah. Make the gym fun. Keep you know what I mean? I don't want to yeah. keep you like, for example, Maggie Hall. She is one of my athletes and she absolutely fucking despises high bar squats. Mm. Like despises them. But I mean, yeah. it's, and it's like okay. I mean, they're right. they're like I. But gave you can it to belt squat for, instead. You can. I gave them to him for a block. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Complained every week. Ah. Complained every week. I'm like, okay, well, like that's fine. Like these are actually going to be like really good for your squat. But right. if you hate them that much, it's not worth right. you not she, having yeah, fun. Yeah. And she can't motivate herself enough to right. push and a good weight. Exactly. She exactly. goes into it thinking, fuck. Fuck, I got a high bar squat. Right. Oh, like, RPE eights are now what fours should right. be. You know? You're not getting paid to do this shit. You right. should. Exactly. It's, you're doing it on your free time. It's but a you could do belt squats or step ups. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Like, And I have, her doing, I have her doing belt squats yeah. now. So it's just, it's, you have to find the balance of having fun and doing something that you enjoy and keep that in mind. Like, why did you start lifting weights? Right. Usually self-improvement. Yeah. You know, or just like fucking looking jacked. Right. So if you're losing sight of that and you're kind of falling out of love with it, go back to why you started. Right. Yeah. Do that for a block or just do more of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It might not be the most beneficial for whatever your goals are, snatch and clean and jerk or squat bench deadlift. But if you're having more fun in the gym 
and you are excited about going to the gym, mm-hmm. that's actually going to end up helping those things. Right, exactly. Because you're going to be working harder at something you love to do versus yeah. fucking going in and having to fucking grind right. every time you go to the Just gym. Just so long as when you go in, you're not rushing through your squat for the right, day to right, get right, to right. those belt squats. Right. You know because I, I, I've done that with athletes where I'm like, okay, I'll give you this core exercise you want to do. And all of a sudden, 20 minutes later, yeah. they're already doing it. Yeah. Like, what? You missed everything. Right, what the fuck? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I, there's, there, you just need to have fun. Oh, for sure. Have you done bent over rows lately? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then pull ups, certainly pull downs. Just crushing my arms, yep. dude. Dumbbell bench. Hit arms. Yeah. I yeah. hit arms every day, All every time I lift. Like, Split squats, any yeah. of that shit, yeah. fucking max that shit out. Right. You know? Get get a fucking pump. Because, I mean, even now, you're still pretty far out. Yeah. That you can so that's do another some kind thing of non-specific kind of, shit. Yeah, I was, like, really convinced of, like... You said you were going to sprint, motherfucker. Uh, I know. Mm-hmm. But then, like, snow You flew. heard it here. What a liar. What snow a liar. flew. I sprinted once. Sprint in your boots, bitch. Um, But I was, like, really focused on... I wanted to do a... Full 13 week prep for the Arnold mm-hmm. and like fucking be at my top form and and like just be super ready. And like I s- tried to start that and I just couldn't really keep to it because of other circumstances. But and then I was like, well, I've done this every single time, right? I've tried to do a full 13 week training block for every meet I've done. What's happened every meet? I get fucking hurt. Hurt or discouraged or right. something. Right. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm I took two weeks off. I'm not really ready to fucking hit this thing full bore yet. I'm mm-hmm. gonna just go to the gym, go to the gym and reclaim why I started going to the gym right. in the first place. Have fun. Do the shit I need to do, but like not take it as super seriously because I experienced that kind of burnout thing at oh, the right. end of the Nats, right? So mm-hmm. it's hard to like jump straight into another super serious prep, which when you're still not over that burnout. Well, yeah. The Arnold is something that I've worked for since I started powerlifting. Mm-hmm. Like this has been a goal of mine for four years now. So I don't like part of me wants to just be super fucking gung ho right. right now and like do it. But my body's feeling good. Like my back feels mm-hmm. good. Right. The only thing that's bugging me is I have some knee tendonitis. But other than that, like I feel healthy and I've done this before where I fucking feel really good mm-hmm. and I start hitting it really hard. Right. And I start hitting all these fucking PRs. And I'm feeling like a million bucks and then boom, my back fucking flares up. Mm-hmm. And then I have to sit for two, three weeks. And then I'm really discouraged because mm-hmm. I have this big meat that I've been training right. for. You were just hitting PRs. Yes. Yep. yes. What the fuck? So I think what I'm probably going to do is do a not just a nine week. Yeah. I was going to say, what's your minimum? Eight, nine. Yeah. Eight, yeah. nine weeks. Yeah. Three up, one down, three up, a down, yeah. and then yeah. peak. Yeah. Yeah. So. Which, just, which will also put a little bit more. You'll have to invest a lot more in those eight or nine weeks, right? But because it's, it's like that's oh, shit, much more. Here we go. That's a, more attainable for me mentally mm-hmm. than thinking I have to be fucking the perfect athlete for three months. Straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now three it's only months. two months. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of allowing. It seems more attainable, and it seems it's just a better circumstance for me personally. Like yeah. there's other people. Who can fucking train their ass off for all fucking year round. Right. I'm not one of those people mm-hmm. anymore. I used to be. Mm-hmm. But now I'm not. I have 
Like, well, you're also moving some very fatiguing weights. Yeah, and I'm where, fucking feel like an old man now. Like right. I'm like beat up. I got aches yeah. and pains and shit, and I don't feel like I don't like feeling like an old man all the mm-hmm. time. <laughs> like, so instead of so normally when you're doing a 13 week prep, the first let's say four. We're talking a lot of volume. Yeah. Like eights on squats, maybe tens if you're psycho. Yeah. Um, are you just kind of erasing that? Yeah. And putting I that don't volume think, elsewhere? No, I don't think um, after kind of looking back at what has worked really well for me and what I respond best to in training is like five and under. Yeah. Okay. Five and under for yeah. everything, which is a strength block. Strength right? block, which means I, you I don't do, need to start until nine weeks out. I can do three by fives mm-hmm. for at, for sure, squat and bench, and I'll get stronger off mm-hmm. three by fives. Right. So well, you can put some significant weight on those fives. Right. Right. And your volume is pretty high. Right. And exactly. your eights are only going to be thirty pounds lighter, and you're going to make or fifty pounds lighter even. Yeah. And you're yeah, going to yeah, yeah. make yourself do eight. Well, and for me too, is I am such a f- very explosive kind of fast twitch muscle fiber athlete mm-hmm. that it takes me about a block to get my body accustomed to doing eights mm-hmm. because those first three weeks I'm doing fucking 395 pounds because right. I physically, I burn out so fast mm-hmm. during my sets that like, yeah, the first three are great. And then the last five right, suck. Exactly. Yeah. My, my techniques breaking <clears throat> down. Like I'm just not getting a ton out of that mm-hmm. because I, I, which could be I why you get well. hurt too, right? I it's, just don't do well yeah. in those higher rep ranges. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you can in accessory lifts. Yes. Right. You can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll push that in a belt squat. I'll right. do four by twelve in a belt squat. Yeah. You know, I'll do, you know, Bulgarians. Yeah. You know, eights or, per side on Bulgarians. Right. Yeah. Right. So, uh, I just I'm focusing on what has really worked for me in the past kind of cutting out all the fat of all the other shit that I've mm-hmm. done that I haven't seen a ton of results from. Um, and that's why I'm just going to combine everything in a nine week, mm-hmm. just super intense. Yeah. And that gives you a few more weeks right? where you can the holidays exactly yeah. where you can, not that you, well, you can bulk because you've lost to. quite a bit of weight, but you can do some of the weird shit that you, you could do 15s on belt squats if you really wanted right, to, to get some right. volume in. Or, or I could go in and just do fucking 18 different types of curls. Yeah, or do jumps one yeah, day. Fuck yeah. it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and like, I, it's just going back to what makes lifting fun. Right. And right now, I'm I'm going to do kind of the three by five thing so I can slowly kind of ramp myself into that first week of training mm-hmm. so I'm not, like, coming from nothing. But I'm keeping everything at, like, an RP seven or below. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everything. I'm, doing I'm not reps. pushing. Yeah. I'm not for deadlift. I've, I have to keep it at a low RPE or else I'm burnt out mm-hmm. or I fuck up my back. Right. Cause you can always put more volume in that position with bent over rows, one arm right, rows, right. good mornings. If you're into that, yeah. you know, R- RDLs, whatever yeah, you can yeah. put a lot more volume in that position without having to put right. 600 pounds on the bar. Right. And for me, it's this is maybe I'm crossing that line into being like not an intermediate, but more of an advanced. You're a mature. You're maturing. Yeah. Because it doesn't take me that long to get back. Mm-hmm. Like if I have a full strong block of sticking to everything, mm-hmm. my numbers are going to be back. Right. You know what I mean. Right. Like, yeah. So right now it's just staying, staying in the gym, staying, keeping having fun. 
um, doing accessories, right. whatever. Well, what's cool about this too is because you don't have to beat the shit out of yourself specifically with squats, you can get stronger in different ways this time around right. that could benefit you more in the long run anyway, mm-hmm. keep you healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you're doing more prehab type stuff with bands for your back yeah. just to keep and it I healthy. Have been. Yeah, I have been. Yeah, exactly. So. And and getting a little bit of bodybuilding in right now, especially since you're down in weight, right, is only going to put more muscle on you, which could benefit you in the future. Right. So why not? And again, like I said, you're maturing more as an athlete because- you know, this year, let's say you put another 20 kilos on your total. Mm-hmm. But next year, you got to put more on your total. And next year, you got to put on more. Exactly. Where if you just continually burn yourself out, eventually you're only road. putting two kilos on your total yep. or none yep. and going crazy. Right, mm-hmm. right. Or, yeah, maybe you have one good year where you put 50 kilos on, mm-hmm. but you fuck yourself up so much to get those 50 kilos yeah. that you're struggling to even maintain that total that you had last year or for you're getting years to surgery come. or you yeah. know you or, or you fucking hate you the have sport no that good relationships with people anymore right and, you know your family doesn't even know what your face right. looks you like you have anymore. no social life exactly you know, yeah you, it's you gotta balance shit for and, sure and this is your balance it's my and, balance dude. and that's cool because even now you instead of being so focused in the gym where it's your chin is down and you're just grinding you can open yourself up to teaching people around you. Right. Maybe you can go visit a couple new gyms and meet new people and add more people to your your team. Right. Which that's only going to help you in the long run too, business wise. Mm-hmm. You know. So why not? Yeah. 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 It's it's been good. You know. I've just been kind of going with the flow and whatever. You know. It's been. It's and it's been working. And, yeah. Right. It's been working because, yeah. like I I already said today. You may have now 10 new athletes right. if this extra person. So why don't you talk about that? How has it been going for Cole? It's been good, man. It's been really good. Um, it's It's been fun because it's getting to the point now where I've had athletes for a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. So you can really – it's so nice to be able to just fine-tune things. Mm-hmm. And, like, when you know – when something works for someone and you can just fucking ride that train and ride it and ride mm-hmm. it and ride it and then just tweak little things here and there. Um, and keep them progressing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's hard. Like when you're constantly getting new lifters and they don't necessarily stay on for very long, it's like, well, yeah, I can program you for a 13 week block, like to a meet, mm-hmm. but that we're getting thrown right into meat prep. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what works for you right you, you know, know what weaknesses <clears throat> right yeah. i'm just kind of putting you into this this training system that i n- know has the best chance of working well mm-hmm. but i can't really program w- what you need specifically to work that's mm-hmm. going to work best for you because i don't know yeah at first it's a cookie cutter plan right 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 to a certain extent right yeah, and absolutely then and then you're individualizing it as right? you go because mm-hmm. i can only start you with what i know works for most people mm-hmm. and then from there that's when we're really tailoring everything right. for what after you do uh, a block of sixes to eights and then you fucking really your body responds really well to that then it's like oh shit i know you kind of like that mid to high volume right mm-hmm. or you we go through a whole 13 week cycle where we do kind of a volume strength and peak phase and you respond very, very well to like the four to six range. And then mm-hmm. we're like, okay, we'll just spend more time in that. Right. Yeah, we'll do two strength blocks. Right. But yeah. if like it's so that's why it's fun because mm-hmm. athletes, I've been, I've had them in front of me for a longer time now. Right. 
I'm able to give them the most efficient shit that's going to get them the strongest, the fastest. Mm-hmm. And that's been really fun. And I got to believe with the new athletes, you have a lot of them coming to you without a training log where they don't yeah. really know what they've done. They don't, they haven't really stuck to a plan. Right. And right. yeah, you're, you're, you're definitely bl- going in blind. Yeah. 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 For mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of it, you really are. Mm-hmm. You really are. And it's tough, but it's kind of the best you can do, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. no, it's been good. You know, we've been growing and, and we're actually going to unveil a new, uh, um, student athlete program. Ba-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Which we might, I might, we might cut this and just throw it at the beginning so we have it right away. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, the new. So if you're hearing this first, you, yeah, okay. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Um, the new student athlete program I'm pretty excited about because I've been trying to find a way that I can kind of get deeper into that market because, I mean, I was a student. I mm-hmm. understand, like, it's tough to afford coaching. Yeah. Like my rate sure. isn't super affordable for college kids mm-hmm. where they're working a barely a part-time job and have class every day. Mm-hmm. So um, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to have contract plans um, that s- students will sign. They have to sh- obviously show me evidence that they're in- enrolled in 12 or more credits because mm-hmm. you need to be a full-time athlete to be eligible, able, eligible yep. for this. Yep. Or full-time student, excuse me. Um, and then there's two options. There's going to be a six-month option. So you Which, s- yeah. Yep. Sign up a sign for a six month contract, um, which you'll charge them a reduced rate. Reduced rate. Yep. yep. Um, and there's obviously with the contract. The reason I'm able to bring the rate down is because you have a a contract that there's an early termination fee if mm-hmm. you void the contract. Yeah, and they're basically saying for six months, yes, I will work with right, you. It's a commitment, or I will pay you this much yep, money, exactly. whatever you agree on on that day. Exactly. So mm-hmm. there's a six months plan. And uh, there's a 12 month plan, which will be even a little more reduced price because mm-hmm. it's just a longer commitment. It's a full year, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited about that because I think um, it'll give it'll give athletes options to have a coach, right? Um, and and is this going to be powerlifting specific, or you? Um, let's say you have a football player that comes to you and is saying, "Hey." I just need this for football. Are you going to like modify or? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to cater it to anyone specifically. Yeah. Like if you're, but it's still got to be that kind of block periodization mm-hmm. thing. Cause that's just how. Right. It, you at least need an on season, off season right. type thing. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. Um, Where right now, most of your athletes are month to month. They can cancel at any time. Right. And that's why you charge them a little bit more exactly. than you will be charging these kids. Yep. Exactly. And it's, what's kind of cool is you were that student. Yeah, dude. You didn't have the money to pay for a coach. You didn't have the kind of funds where it's like, yeah, fuck it, I can right. do football and work this job and do right. I was fifteen credits a semester. Coburn's taking right. seventeen, eighteen credits and right. like barely making rent. Right. You know, and let alone pay. And what if back then fucking, exactly? Yeah. Well, you were stealing from Coburn's. I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. He was not actually stealing. But yeah, so I'll proud. So this podcast can launch Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have launched a post and thrown stuff up on my story on Sunday when we're recording this. So I'm going to do that tonight. Um, So yeah, if you are at all interested, if you're a listener and you're a college student, um, feel free to hit me up. Yeah. Slide in my DMs, email me, whatever. And now Um, what are some of the things that you do? So not only do you do programming, but... Right. So individualized Mm -hmm. programming, um, 
daily correspondence, um, weekly check-ins. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm very, I'd like to be very involved. Form uh, checks. Form checks. Send you videos. Yep, absolutely. Yep. I, mm-hmm. I actually have my athletes at least send me one video of each of the three lifts if we're talking powerlifting every week. Mm-hmm. Just one, not only because a lot of my athletes are pretty like intermediate, they, their form is good, but I just want to make sure the weight is moving well. Right. You know, and that they're sticking to the RPE. And, and it allows you to have a conversation with them. Right. What did you feel that was? Exactly. RPE exactly. wise. Plus, yeah. just keeps them honest a little yeah. bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then food guy, food logs rather, or training logs or sleep training logs. logs. Yep. And I have a full athlete monitoring system so you can track all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also included in all of my coaching, if you're a local athlete, you get meet day coaching for local meets. Mm-hmm. So come to the meet, coach you there, do all your numbers and everything. Also, if you're not a local athlete, I have a whole template for meet day um, it'll give all your warm-ups, your attempt selection, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So it kind of takes a lot of the guessing game out of that. And it'll be my opinion on what you're right. capable of that day based right. on what you've been doing. And you'll have a conversation before the meet about yep. it. Here's how we want you to execute this so you're never left alone. Right. I mean, right. even at nationals when you were competing, I knew what your athlete needed. Right. Because right. Of just- it's basically you can give but the sheet that I supply you with. You can give that to any handler, mm-hmm. and they're going to kind of know what the plan is. Right. Yeah, all you're going to have to do with your handler is tell them, you know, I like this much time in between my warm-ups. Right, right. You know, just some basic stuff that that coach should be asking you. Mm-hmm. And if that – and, again, any handler that Cole would set you up with would know this. But if you're just finding some random handler because, right. you know, whatever um, – I mean, you certainly will help them ask those questions too, yeah. which is kind of cool. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So that will be launching Sunday. Uh, so if you're hearing this now, it will be available. So mm-hmm. let me know if you're interested in any of the college discounts. Um, and again, you just have to keep me updated with proof that you're in classes. Yep. If you ever you said twelve credits, twelve credits or okay. more. If you either drop below that or graduate or whatever. Um, it's not like I'm going to charge you an right. early contract fee. Mm-hmm. You just have the option then if you want to continue working with me, mm-hmm. you'll just have to pay the, the regular Right, fee. once your contract is up. Right. Yeah. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so if you signed a six-month contract in December and you graduated in May, I mean, until your contract is yep. up, he's exactly. not charging you more. Right, Yeah, right. yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited about that. I've been working on this for a while mm-hmm. now. Um, and then I think it's a good opportunity. We got, there's... College, uh, collegiate nationals, um, in May, April, I believe. Um, so Coming now's, up. now's a good time to sign up, mm-hmm. um, for that, for sure. Um, there was just a, just a collegiate meet, um, yesterday for in Minnesota mm-hmm. here. So there's, if you're looking for a coach. Yeah, for sure. Up. And then apparel, you said you were, you wanted to talk yeah. about some of your clothing lines and yeah. So, I mean, I'm kind of in a transitional period here, but um, I will be, I have been and will be working on some apparel stuff. I'm kind of changing the sourcing mm-hmm. that I'm going through because I'm not super happy with just just with the, the quality of the stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, keep an eye out for that too. I'll be probably, I, there's a couple of shirt designs that like me and Ben have talked about mm-hmm. that I want to do like a limited run of, like a Beefy oh, cool. Boys shirt oh, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, which is just fun. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's, I'm got a lot in the works here, so it's, it's exciting because 
this is the shit I love to do. Right. Yeah. And it's just fun to work on, you know? Mm-hmm. So very cool. I need to pee. I need to pee too. We can continue this in a second. Yeah. so close to the urinals for you piece of shit this is how a real man rocks a piss give your balls a tug tit fucker i'm coming shorzy heard the same thing from your mom last night bud seven times and that's not even my record you fucking loser what the fuck man boys fuck my entire fucking life if you tit fuckers light a match and hear the whole fucking barn's going up give your balls a tug Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Riley. Fight me. See what happens. Yeah, it's gonna happen, Shorzy. Three things. I hit you, you hit the pape, and I jerk off on your driver's side door handle. Fuck you, Shorzy. All right, we're back, people. We're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After so, a little piss break. After a pee break. He was holding mine, I was holding his. So while we Sword were fighting. skipping, yeah, while we were skipping down the hallway, I was <coughs> talking to Cole, and I said... Because fucking this dude just lifts all the time and doesn't compete, so we're trying to figure out... Well, that's not true. I've competed. Once. Yeah. Okay. Still cool. Yeah. So the way that the the USAW, the weightlifting nationals meets work is you have to compete at a local level mm-hmm. and qualify at that local level for I, I will call it nationals level one, but it's the American Open series where the qualifying total is pretty low. They just want to get kind of a better judging. Right. Before they say, yeah, you can qualify for national finals. Because they'd hate for you to go to a local meet, pull off some bullshit that doesn't actually count, and then they let you into national finals, right? So local meet, you get a pretty low qualifying total, which I qualified for on like my openers or something. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the problem is, is that the American Open now this past year, it was in Chicago. Right. This next year, it's on like the east side of Ohio. It's kind of in the southeast region of the country and then on the west coast, kind of. I, okay. I don't remember exactly where. So, I mean, we're talking, if I'm to drive, right. we're it's talking. A, it's a big time investment plus money investment. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Many days in a hotel, lots of driving, lots of stuff like that. Now, you go to the American Open where, again, I, I qualified no problem. And they have qualifying totals for the finals. They just released those. And I'm like on the cusp of being able to hit those opener. I mean, hit those uh, qualifying totals. Um, The only problem I have is what if I weren't to qualify for the finals? Am I just wasting my time to go to the American Open Series this year, spending all that time to get there? And then it's like, well, fuck, here I am. I didn't qualify. Well, just get fucking strong enough where you can qualify that's, there. That's why I'm saying now, next year, I believe the rotation is different. I think it's either in Michigan or Chicago again, um, where it's closer. Where even if I, so where there's only like a two-day investment or a three-day investment, it's right. not like a five to a seven-day investment. You know what I'm saying? So it's just something I got to kick around. Yeah, you kind of got to weigh the options. But yep. I mean, I don't think you would ever regret doing a meet like that right. regardless of- Nor do I, nor do I. It's just the, again, it's the the money investment wise. Just fucking start saving now for it. We just paid for a wedding, but I mean, <laughs> that, and and again, it's I mean, yes, I I have the money and I can certainly do it. It's it's more of a, an ego thing. If I go there and don't, I'd be so pissed. But it would also give me a motivating factor. Yeah, to show dude. up on that yeah. day. You this know, is so. like this is like what we talked about with Ben. Is just like when he did nationals. It's like okay, again. He didn't perform like he wanted to. Mm-hmm. He took all his he took this time off of school. He paid this money. He went out there and he kind of shit the bed. Right. right. But I 
doubt if Ben was sitting right here, he would say he regretted going. Right, right. But again, so I also have to say that's the equivalent to national finals for weightlifting. Uh, I would disagree. Is there a nationals after that nationals you just did? No, but the national criteria for powerlifting, at least last year, was not very difficult to get to. Right. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, weightlifting wise, I just saw it. And again, maybe it's not very difficult, but so the um, national finals, the American Open finals, I want to say per weight class, there's maybe 30 competitors. Right. Right. So, so that would be like. That'd be like the equivalent, closer to the equivalent of like getting to the prime time session. Right. For yeah, nationals. Yeah. Right. 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 Where there's, I think in prime time, there's t- 10 to 12 athletes in per the weight class. class. Yeah, yeah. 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 And again, that's, that's the ultimate goal for me is to be there to do well at national finals. Here's the thing, dude. You're only going to get, you're only going to become a better weightlifter. You can only get so good by only fucking training in the gym all the time. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the way you're really gonna be good because there's such, there's especially in weightlifting, there's such a skill to performing at meets. True. Yeah. Because of how it works, as far as the weights ascending, and it's not just a flight system where you go right. through. It's there's a whole lot more that goes into calling numbers like that. Just that experience of you doing that at a decent level meet mm-hmm. is going to be irreplaceable. True. Yeah, especially in the future when I'm competing at that level. That's what I'm saying. Frequently. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's and it's just my thing is it's not saying, oh, I will never do this. It's do I do it this, this year, year or next year or yeah. next year? Yeah. That's that's you. the decision I'm trying to make right now because, yes, it's, it's a huge – when you go to nationals, yeah, at any time – it's your turn. Yeah. At any time. And yeah. that's that's so different. And again, in the gym, you're right. You you can't you There's can't no even... way you can replicate exactly, that. Exactly. Exactly. And it's just that for me being such a numbers guy. Yeah. Where a lot of times, if I've done it before, I can do it again no matter what. It's doing that new thing on an expected day. I've right. I've just never really done that right well I, you you can hit that number that you've hit before in the gym that's what i'm saying yeah and so, so i'm just not in there front for, of people yeah. with judges and timing and yeah exactly exactly and and so, i would say if you don't do that meet you need to do a decent level local meet right so there is a state level meet that's you know probably the biggest competition that there is in the state coming up in this is it this quarter coming up it might be like april or something okay. anyway um where that would be my alternative. Right. If I don't go to make the runs at nationals this year, it'd be that level. And then there's one in Wisconsin towards the end of the year. I would want to do that one too. Yeah. So I it's not say, that I'm not competing right, this right. year. It's do I want right, to. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, because, that makes it more acceptable because you yeah, just yeah. need to compete. Right. A hundred percent. So the, again, the problem with going to nationals, and this is something I thought of, what if I have the same situation I had this last time where I go five for six? If you go five for six and you're right on the cusp of qualifying, you're probably not going to qualify. Right. And that's where I'm like, fuck, but if I had another year, I'd probably qualify easy. Fuck, dude. But You know what I'm saying? I know, I man. care. I know. Yeah. But like, but again, this so, is the same thing that everyone fucking does before right. their first meet. I want to hit these certain numbers before I do a meet. Right. So it, it's not necessarily that because no matter what, I'm going to compete. Right. It's just which competitions do I choose? Yeah. I hear and, you. and then how do I want to? 
change my training plan for that. So again, it's not that I'm not competing. I'm going to compete at least twice this coming yeah, year. Yeah. It's just Which where do mean, I do it? Yeah. That's that's what I've been kind of now. I can make, in my opinion, I can make a more informed choice in a couple weeks, five when weeks. When you hit your when I so when I get to max, right? Because I haven't maxed out in a few weeks to kind of know, but I've been hitting PRs this whole time by you know twenty pounds on almost everything, right? My clean, yeah, I just did two cleans, one jerk, fifteen pounds off my best, right? And that was sick. So you know I can jerk my best jerk for a double, sick. Mm-hmm. So again, I'm I'm going to be hitting bigger numbers than I've ever hit before. And that will give me a better idea of like, oh shit, fuck yeah, let's go, let's go the national route or yeah. let's stay the state level or, yeah. you know, whatever. It's, that's tough with weightlifting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and let's there's say like just, there's less options for me to yeah. meets, especially around here. Exactly. Yeah. No matter what, I have to go out of state for anything national. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where Minnesota is so nice for powerlifting in that there's just so many meets. There's so many people. Right. Like, well, you can you qualify a, for nationals well, here. Right. Right. That's what's and even nice. if you do a like local-ish meet, like if you go to state or something like that, like it's still a pretty competitive meet. So you yes. kind of get that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, not like the meet that you did, where right? It's just where like it was just Joe Schmo, l- and, legitimately local, and right. it's like, oh my fucking god, right. can't believe you're here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. which which ever since I did that meet this year, I've been like, God, I gotta. I got to see these better meets. And yeah. It should have ran so much differently. And again, there's something about the competition. Exactly. And there's something about like losing. Yeah. Not being, not blowing people out of the water. Right. There's that no, I should the not have fuck out of you. Right. That demotive made it demotivated me so much because I'm like, dude, this is what is the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? I, Cause I know I'm only top 30 in the country. I'm not the best. But that's Fuck still this. decent. You eh. deserve to be eh, at bigger good. meets. True. And, and again, it's it's deciding where I want to do it. Um, but yeah, because like I said, I think the top, maybe it's only the top 20 can qualify. I, I don't know. I know it's just the upper echelon, which I'm not there yet. Yeah. But yeah, this local meet that I went to in May, it was, it was stupid. Right, it was, right. You know, their top 1,000 in their yeah, weight class, it's lucky. fucking yeah, exactly. It's fucking ridiculous. But yeah, so I, again, I once I hit these numbers, I, I think I can make a more informed choice. Yeah, because no matter what, I have it set up where the first week of January is a deload week, and I get to look at the whole year mm-hmm. and figure out, okay, I only have twelve weeks if I want to do this competition, or I have twenty weeks to get to that one, or you know, yeah, wh- you can get wherever to, you I can get your plan figured mm-hmm. out. But I will be doing some traveling this year and Good. um I have reached out to a couple lifters and at least in the last few weeks where we want to lift together in different locations because Good. in at the state level in Minis- in Minnesota I'm like 7th in the state. Hmm. There are that many people that are that have hit bigger numbers than I have. Yeah. Uh, at least in a competition. And it'd be kind of nice to be able to meet them at a Los or whatever, where yeah, we just dude. lift together and kind of absolutely. feel each other out. Well, yeah. yeah, and I mean, absolutely. just like build that Because there's no one in the area. Yeah, Most of the people in the area that can touch the weights that I do are 40 pounds heavier than I am, 50 pounds yeah, heavier. Yeah, in the St. Cloud, there's not. Right, and it's not. There's like five weightlifters. Right, and it's not and motivating at all. three of them do CrossFit, too. Yeah, yeah, and it's not motivating at all when yeah. they're that much bigger than me and I'm hitting the same numbers. Well, to me, it's like, fuck off. What's surprising to me and it's like I'm like impressed with it is how 
you can you are able to train alone all the fucking time and you've only done one meet and yet you're still just motivated as fuck numbers like i like it's numbers dude for <clears throat> me the numbers don't matter i need yeah. to fucking beat people no no you know <laughs> like to I me to... i could give a guy and that's why at this local meet i was so happy I, I yeah great i fucking won and blew every i don't on my openers i beat everybody right but and the fact that i had done something i had never done right that's what i care yeah about. that's all i care i could give a shit if i actually beat somebody now sometimes you know like luke he and i'll be like let's do this fucking sandbag right, right, workout right. and see that's different i could care less if i actually beat people if if the numbers i put forth make me the best in the country great but I'm yeah, not, and that's, I don't care about being the best in the so country. So I guess that was my motivation before I was able to like compete at the national level mm -hmm. was just like getting better overall. Right. But now like winning means more to me. Like I could especially if I'm at nationals, I could fucking under like go twenty kilos less than my best meat ever. But as long as I fucking win that yeah. meat. That's and, the that's the important and thing. right now I'm in the other sense of things where I could give a shit. So if I had to choose between getting a ten pound PR or winning, I'd always take the ten pound PR. Right. No matter but what. But you've never <clears throat> done a high level meet like right, that where exactly. you're competing against the best in the world. Right. So, where two extra pounds, oh, make or break, let's fucking go. Let's right. see if I can get second place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Or you're fucking you could hit this. What is it? Clean and jerk are the last ones, right? Mm -hmm. yep. You could hit this clean and jerk that's five kilos under your PR, but it's going to solidify first place. Mm -hmm. Or you could go for a PR, but if you miss it, then you end up in second. And you know what's funny? I'd go for the PR. Yeah, I know you fucking would. Yeah, because is, I would go. To me, it's so dumb. No, because to me, it's, it's fucking time to rise to the occasion. Like, that's how I would see it to myself. Like, <sighs> Where if you miss this motherfucker, you get second. Okay, but think about this. If you're at a fucking national level meet, you have all this money invested, and you can have this for sure lift where you walk away with a gold medal. I'd rather lose. Fuck off. No, seriously, I'd rather. It's I'd not rather, important. To me, though, I'd rather go for broken miss. It's not important. Than dude. not go. To me, Winning it is, is important. Numbers are important to me. Sorry. Jesus. That's just dumb. Well, that's. That's yeah. so dumb. So? Again, and and the maybe I will change. The you could go to the gym life. in that fucking two weeks and hit that number. Yeah, you can't. Better. You can't go to nationals in two weeks and have the potential of winning again. But again, a gold medal doesn't matter to me. Ugh. I'd rather. I don't care about if I'm first or second, really. But again, maybe that's, that's because nuts. I've never been in that position where this is first, this is second. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because again, I'm a numbers guy. If I have a chance at a PR for some reason, I'd That's rather go so for that. Crazy I'd rather risk it all for that PR. That's so crazy. That's just how invest. But that commitment is why I can work out alone. Is I why guess. I don't need somebody next to me snatching. Is why I can every time go in and say, "Here's exactly what I need to do today to be successful." Yeah, I suppose. That's what motivates me. Is because to me, it's if I do all of this shit, if I do it really well if i fix all of these problems 13 weeks from now i get a shot at a pr that makes it worth it to me see to me 13 weeks from now i get a shot at winning nationals and That's in the future that could be my thought process but right now my numbers aren't there where i would be competitive because to me yeah. being competitive is top 10 in the country I until i'm there 
I'm not it doesn't in that matter, really. Exactly. Because yeah. what's the difference between 18th and 19th? Right. To me, not that big of a deal. Right. But in my mind, if I can do everything right and get that next PR, it gets me closer. Yeah. It gets me closer. I, I'm not fucking second in the goddamn country for a junior. You know, right. that's not me. Yeah. I'm, like I said, top 30, which is fine. Yeah. But if I want to be top 10, I feel this is the way I have to go. You just need to get better. I have to be stronger. You just I just need to get better. have to get better at this yeah. sport first. Yeah. And then, yeah, fine. Once I'm See, number for me, 11, there's certain there's certain scenarios where if I'm at a local meet and the stakes aren't high mm-hmm. and I there's there's the option of hey getting first or second or getting a PR, I'll right. probably take a PR at a local meet. Right. But again, you're top 10 in the country. Right. So or yeah, whatever you were ranked yeah, after yeah, this yeah. right? Yeah. Where you that's fine. For me it's I'm not I'm not top 10 yet. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Right. As long as it's But I'm saying at a me, local meet, right. I'd take the PR. Right, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. at a national meet when I have yeah. all this money invested, mm-hmm. I've got all this mm-hmm. time invested cuz you're top 10. I know that I'm going to hit that 705 deadlift in a couple weeks from now if I right. really wanted to. Mm-hmm. But this is my one fucking chance yep. this year to win this meet. Yeah. I got to take the win. And again, that's because you were thinking, well, if the other guy shits the bed, I could be first. Yeah. That's also what you were thinking. So, again, I'm not I'm not that competitive enough because again, a lot of people who are top 1, top 5 in the country, they've been doing this since they were 12 and they're yeah. 30. Yeah. You know, they've put more years in than I probably will as a weightlifter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where not saying that's fine and dandy and oh I, it's a cop out it's i have to still put in a lot more time i have to become a better weightlifter first mm-hmm. not just a better competitor if that makes sense right so that's again what motivates me is being able to get to the position where i can qualify for this meet right because to me qualifying for that national right now for you you are chasing numbers because you I need a to. certain number to mm-hmm. qualify for exactly. the meet exactly do exactly yeah yep. so i that makes have sense. to chase numbers that, okay that and that's why sense. that's it, interesting though right because right. motivations change it, they will yep like as like it depends on what you find like prestigious at that moment mm-hmm. in your lifting career right because like for you, it makes more sense just to chase the numbers because you need your numbers higher in order to right. be at the position where you can right. either clean and jerk for first or second. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, because right now it's just like, well, that's not even a possibility yet. Right. Oh, so right now I'm on the cusp, and that's the thing is, right. Unless I go six for six and have the best day ever, and everything yeah. goes perfect, and nobody fucks me on the platform and right. jumps ahead of me or makes right, me lift right, early, right, right. unless all of these stars align, I can't right. qualify at this point. Right. But now. What sucks too is when I'm picking competitions. So I may still pick well, the American yeah, Open competition. Yeah. Because I know, hey, it gives me a full 13 week block to that point. It gives me a great peak and a great chance to just see where my numbers are. Yeah. Where I, again, yeah. And I can relate to that because there's local meets where I have athletes in where I don't even fucking look at what they're seated to place mm-hmm. because it's like, it doesn't matter. Just we got to execute and we just mm-hmm. got to, we're going to, we are going to, Put whatever you're capable of on the bar that day, mm-hmm. and the chips are going to lie where they lie. Right, exactly. And because you're at a local meet, so your placing doesn't fucking matter. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, Because at a local meet, yeah, it's cool if you get a medal, mm-hmm. but it means more if you get a PR at a local meet. Exactly, yeah. But the the for me, anyway, it's changed in the last year or mm-hmm. so because... Because you're at such a high level now. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm at a decent level, but it's... Well, uh, how about this? Again, being top 10 in the country, there's a lot of different things that have to change so you can stay there and get better. Right. Right? Right. Because I, I assume now that you're top 10, you're thinking, well, why can't I be best? Right. Right? right. Where, again, I'm not there yet because every time... <laughs> It's crazy. Every time I'm like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Some son of a bitch yeah. hits this huge American record mm-hmm. and changes the qualifying totals. And I'm like, fuck you, yeah. God damn it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's fun for me in that. But now with this next year when I'm looking at what competitions, it's I need 13-week blocks. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not to the point where I can, oh, fuck, in six weeks I can just do it because I'm strong enough to right. just still. You, you don't need to wait till nine weeks out from a meet. Exactly. Because, yeah. again, I still have to have all of these things aligned yeah. so that that's I have a perfect peak. And let's, dude, that's just important period to understand where you lie mm-hmm. and understand what's important for you at that moment in your lifting career. Yeah. Because... It's we're in totally we me and you are yeah. in totally different spaces right now, mm-hmm. and and it's not that I'm saying oh I still I'm a shitty weight, but it's also and, not like I'm being complacent, right? Yeah, because I'm only taking a nine week prep right. for the Arnold. You have that ability because you're there, you, you're you're strong enough that you can just take a nine week right and, and be there. Also, if I were to push it as hard as you were, I'd potentially fuck myself. Well, up I'm getting hurt all the time. Worse, but like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't need. I'm at the level where I don't need to put myself in danger of getting injured. Right. Mm-hmm. And I ha- so like I could, but weighing the benefits versus the price, mm-hmm. like I'm all like I'm top ten, yes. But if I fuck myself up, then I run the risk of not being able to rise with these other guys mm-hmm. because then I'm setting myself back that and much I'm further. in the in the zone of trying to catch. Right. I have to try to catch. So I still am making educated decisions. Mm-hmm. I'm not just banging my head against the wall, but there are times where I'm like, okay, I need to do a six rep max back squat. Let's fucking lay it on the line today. Today's let's fucking go. Let's put 10 more pounds on than I need to. Yeah. Because and, I and, need this number. And for me, I'm fucking telling myself, okay, you don't, you can't mm-hmm. and don't need to fucking squat 600 pounds today mm-hmm. you need to squat 545 do it right right stay healthy and i'm looking at it as i need to push my my leg strength right so much that i can clean and jerk more snatch more whatever and because so again to go back it's not as though if you were to look at my like a video of my lifts there's no like Oh my god, I can't believe it's so shitty type form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My form is Right, your form's yeah. It's it's fine. Yeah. But it's not to the level where it's so good that I am able to lift three hundred and fifty pound snatch. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. again, I I'm not a horse shit weightlifter. Right. But I'm still trying to chase the people who are Olympic caliber. Yeah. We send two or three competitors to the Olympics every year mm-hmm. in weightlifting out of the 10 is seven weight classes you know so i mean it's such a competitive sport right that I, and and i always compare myself and this pisses people off i always compare myself to the guy who got a gold medal at the olympics you have to i know the guy who got gold he just snatched you know let's say 380 pounds i'm not even there yet you know snatch deadlifting 380 pounds is hard for me i gotta get there like that's my motivating factor because I'm always in chase mode. Right. And again, that's why every single day 
I can lift by myself is because I'm trying to chase the best in the world. Yeah. Because I'm not there yet. Because that's your motivation. Because I'm not there yet. Yeah. And I want to be. Boom. Let's end it right there. The Coaches Collaboration Podcast. What do you mean you haven't subscribed yet? What the hell are you waiting for? Come on, y'all. The Coaches Collaboration Podcast is brought to you by The Complete Athlete, providing world-class continuing education for fitness trainers, coaches, and gyms. Online at getcomplete.net.